Welcome to the second episode of Fast Food Fix. In this episode, we'll be discussing our experience with the coronavirus pandemic and how it affects us personally, but most importantly, the effects it's had on the fast food industry. All this and more on the Fast Food Fix. Second episode. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, me and Gray were talking, and uh, before we start, we think it is important to take the time to recognize everyone in these unprecedented times. Thank you for the healthcare workers and the first responders, and thank you to the day-to-day warriors in the grocery stores and restaurants who keep the heart of the economy beating. And lastly, recognizing people who lost loved ones, lost jobs, and are struggling to stay afloat. You are in our hearts and in our prayers. Thank you. But uh, with that, I think it's uh, time to get started on this. Yes, it is. So, you know, the, the effects that this pandemic had on the fast food industry may be kind of, I don't know, surprising, I guess. Definitely unexpected, for sure. Yeah, I mean, at the start, I definitely, you know, it was what I expected. Um, I remember hearing about this, and it's funny. I, I, I watched this Netflix series, like, back in, like, November, I think it was. Let me two, guess. 2019. Uh, the Tiger King? No, not mm. the Because <laughs> I feel like that was the trend. That was the trend during. I'm talking about before <laughs> the pandemic even oh, started. okay. All right. And it was, I forget what it was. It was, all I know is it was, it was like, exp- oh, it was explained. Like the, 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 ep- the, the, the series is called explained and they explained right, right. pandemics, right? And had like Bill Gates on it and they're talking about like, you know, Chinese delis and whatnot and how it's like just a breathing ground for spreading diseases and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, wow. And then like, three weeks later like all of a sudden like these stories arise of this disease right and like you know i I was old enough to remember the swine flu like i was like in the thick of it yeah yeah i don't know i mean i i mean i was in school they were like oh wash up to your elbows and wash your eyeballs like really not i not your eyeballs well yeah but but, yeah oh yeah they were like the teachers were like you need to do this and you need i'm like damn this is crazy but Nothing ever was that bad. I mean, people right. were people were dying and all that kind of stuff, and it, it became to be big, but not as big as this. And I think it's because this disease was more transferable. Transferable. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Want to define that one? No, no. Okay, no. I'm pretty sure everyone knows that. <laughs> Once one. I got a definition up, I'll read it. Okay, <laughs> if you have the actual definition, yeah, we should have a dictionary. But like, right I have a dictionary it. somewhere. Okay, let's pull it out. And then I just like remember like them talking about this and like, you know, I'm, you know, I've been, again, I'm I'm working, doing the normal thing and, and dude, I swear, like come February, right? Everyone's talking about it. I'm like, this is a joke. Like guys don't know what you're talking about. It's just another, you know, swine flu. It's just another thing. It's just going to blow over. No, I don't think anybody took it seriously. No. It was not something that everybody was like, no one was raving about it. No. They all just thought it was going to stay in Asia for however long, you know. And then all of a sudden, I remember it was like, pop up here, New York City, pop up here, Florida, pop up here, Washington, 
Bob of here, California. And I'm like, started just like, you know, if someone was just throwing darts at like the map of America right. and they just started popping up. Yeah. Then all of a sudden I remember around like mid March, like, boom, that's when the lockdown started. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're like, you know, day 330 of 15 days at the slow spread, but <laughs> right. You know, obviously, you know, they, they were doing what they needed to do and to, to get things to slow down. But dude, I'm telling you, like, I was not expecting this to like happen to the level of chaos. A hundred percent. Yeah. And what were you doing when, when you were like first heard that we were locking down, everything was shutting down? Where were you? Okay. So it's funny. Like I, I was actually like, you know, about to hit the slopes. And then when I got there, there was like, dude, I'm telling you, like the, the ski resort is packed with people and the crazy thing was like delaware new york this place that place this place connecticut rhode island i'm like what are you doing i'm like i'm like sitting there like i was thinking i was gonna come here and there'd be no one here it's literally the last day to go skiing right and i'm like you know what i know i just wasted my time coming up here i'm just gonna turn around i was like i was pretty you know like skied out but the thing was like my staffing issues were so bad and it was yeah. like, and it was almost like, you know, all of a sudden COVID happened and it was like this like relief that like, you know, I'm working 60, 70 hours a week because I don't have people. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't even need, I don't even need to be there for 40 hours because it just went from, you know, the spike in sales and then this immediate drop because everyone was scared. As soon as everything locked down, I remember getting a, like a notification from the governor you need you need to lock down and i mean i know you weren't working at the time well not working for us right. but i know you weren't working and what w- w- what were you doing at that time so i was actually i remember being in school and it was like right before we started our break to for our, our easter break oh yeah 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 and all the teachers are like, oh, no, you had you, it was like kind of like 50 50. Yeah, Half of the teachers the are like, oh, the- <laughs> it's only going to be like, yeah, it's go- We're only going to be we're going to be back within a week. You yeah. know, don't worry about it. And like, even if it is two weeks, like they're just doing cleanings. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, OK, OK. That's how it was with swine flu. I swear to God, that's exactly how it was. It was right. Like, ah, well, just wash your hands. Right. Right. But um, and then I remember like. Getting the email from my teacher, we're actually going to be online for the next, um, well, the rest of the duration of our school. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, nice. So, uh, so we ended up doing online for obviously till forever. Yeah, till the end of your <laughs> school career. But um, yeah, I was I was in school, and I just specifically remember him being like, "No, no, there's no way. Like, we'll be back. We'll be back. It's not that big of a deal." I mean, honestly, like, I like I remember like you know because when they said 15 days to slow the spread, I literally thought it was gonna be 15 days. I thought like, all right, right. 15 days would just go back to normal, everything. And then as we got to like day eight, day nine, I'm like, "This is not gonna be 15 days." And I had yeah. people working with me like. Yeah, dude, come summertime, everything's. I'm like, I don't think we're gonna have a summer. Did right. We, we didn't not just only had a summer, not have a summer. We also did not have a Thanksgiving. We also did not have a Christmas. We also yeah. are not 
really having anything going on right now because it's still going on. Like I said, 330 days from the day that we locked down. And maybe other states have locked down a little bit earlier, a little bit later, but where we are, it's 330 days. Right. And I mean, things obviously have eased up, but even still, it's never going to be the same. No. It's just, this is, this is literally life changing. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, before we get started, I just like, what, what were you doing? Like, cause you weren't working, right? So you weren't really going to school. What were you doing? Uh, do you mean during the lockdown? Yeah, like when like, the lockdown yeah, started? Like, cause I mean, the thing is like, <laughs> literally like there was nothing to do other than work and stay home. Yeah. So this is kind of where, store. this is where my photography just kind of burst. Like oh, okay. I just started taking a bunch of pictures and I was just outside all the time and I had just gotten my laptop. Well, actually, no. When did I get? I no, no. You I don't had think just that's it. gotten the laptop that you ruined. Yeah, I believe so you didn't that's even true. have your laptop for a year. No. Oh no, it was like less than three months. All right, be careful with that thing, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, Can but you get yeah, that no, orange. So, move that orange juice to slightly. It's to, not that close, okay. man. I'm just hey, oh, orange right. juice is very acidic. It's good. It's good for the phlegm. It's good for the phlegm in the back of the throat. Make me sound it really good. clear as me. <laughs> I had, had to drink orange juice for this podcast. <laughs> but no, no, yeah. So I was just taking pictures, taking a bunch of pictures, parks all over the place. And uh, I mean, that and video games, I got sucked in immediately and did nothing. I was just, you know, cash potato. Yeah. It sucked because yeah. I was really, I just wanted to go out and work. Like, I just wanted to do something. Well, good thing know? I hired you. But me, <laughs> right? you know, I was, uh, I spent literally... All my time of like the heart of the pandemic, playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> come on, man! Yeah, it was a lot of fun. They <laughs> talk about come on, Animal Crossing. Yeah, God, <laughs> what's wrong with Animal Crossing? Nothing, nothing. I mean, uh, it's I'm, just Animal Crossing. I don't know. <laughs> hey, if you, I, I, I mean, honestly. If if it wasn't for the pandemic, I swear that Animal Crossing wouldn't have blown up as much. as Honestly, it did. you're probably right though. I, I've never played it. It was way too I, easy. Really? I'm going to do a game review. I know this is a, a fast food <laughs> podcast, but um, we're talking about pandemic, so right. I mean, that's literally all I did. I was literally work, go home, play Animal Crossing. Work, go home, play Animal Crossing. Wow. Wow. Why are you looking at me like that? Wow. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, so let's say this. Okay. So March 15th, right, all restaurants shut down, but drive-thrus can stay open. And you can also do takeout, right? So at the beginning of this, it was just like at least like you saw like a 25% drop in sales. It yeah. was insane. It was just like – I mean people didn't want to go out. It was It was crazy. I mean, you know – I mean my, my whole thing is is that you know I think at first people were scared. Oh, 100%. Right. And I, I, I would be lying if I said I was just, you know, cool as a cucumber. Yeah. I mean, like, I was really afraid, like, you know, not being able to work. I mean, like, you know, I know the media, like, may have, you know, said it was a lot more dangerous than it was. But, you know, I'm not saying that I wasn't scared. I was more scared of spreading it to people who were vulnerable. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know, to be responsible for someone who, like... You know, could possibly lose their life over that. Over, yeah, like, like over that, and it's just like you know, it, I know what we're doing right now is to protect the people who are vulnerable. 
So right. it's just like, you know, being out there and it's like, you know, someone like, I, you know, I lost a lot of employees specifically because they just didn't feel like they was safe to work. Right. So, you know, uh, the, the drive through staying open, like, I think the reason why, like, after the whole, like, kind of the fall of, you know, people not going out, because, like, literally, like, this is lockdowns, right? You were not allowed to go out unless, like, there was a reason for you to go out. So that was grocery stores or you're getting gas, like, essential things. But obviously, like, we were food and we were serving food, so we were technically deemed essential, right? As not as essential as people would think. But, you know, being on the road during that time, and I was working 40, 50 hours a week, and you're on the road that often, it was kind of like almost like uneasy just driving on the road and there's just and there's no, no one outside. No one outside. No it's kids like, on playgrounds. No people walking the middle of dogs, March, the middle of like, April. Man. And you're like, usually like everything's booming because that's like when everything starts to like warm up. People right. are like, you know, coming home from spring break, you know, whatever. And then things start to explode. Dead. It's right. just dead. And I'm like sitting there like, wow, you know. So, you know, as the pandemic evolved. Right. Social distancing, even though they, they, that was one of the things the CDC guidelines was from the very beginning. But that was when, like, we had to, like, put the marks down and, like, yeah. you know, and, like, measure out six feet and stuff like that. <laughs> I think the hardest thing, because, like, you know, we didn't have our lobby open. We were just specifically drive through. Right. And I think that was before you. I think when you worked, we had the lobby open. No. I, I hadn't been I hadn't been there since like I've never worked with the lobby open. I'm talking not not like eat in. I'm talking about where people can come in and order because we didn't we had the doors locked. You couldn't even come. Inside. I was there a week and then it changed. OK, yeah. so we had like it all locked up. We want anyone using the bathrooms or anything like that. But then once we opened up, that's when things just started getting annoying because you literally had to babysit. The social distancing, like right. no masks, people being six feet apart. Oh, sorry, you can't sit over there. It, yeah, it's just like, hey, you know, all the chairs are up. Like, obviously, it says <laughs> dining. You couldn't notice we have a barricade closing you in from the lobby. Yeah, so. I, you know, I don't know how you climbed over that mountain of high chairs, but all right. I mean, you know, the takeout, the drive-through only, like you know, opening up the lobby kind of freed up the drive-through because you had the people coming in being like, um. Yeah, can I get um this and that and like while you like you're <laughs> while you're lines to the road and you're like looking outside the window, you're like, hmm. You kind of just wish you could just be like, hey, dumbass, you want to come inside and order your food? Because you're really yeah. holding up my line right now. Yeah. So you know, as soon as we opened up the dry, like as soon as we opened up the inside, made things a little bit easier. But like the police and the mask thing. That's annoying. It's like you have to be like, I'm in a free country and I don't want to wear a mask. And it's yeah. like, dude, just put the mask on. Right. Like, I don't want to wear a mask. You don't want to wear a mask. He doesn't want to wear a mask. This person want to wear a mask. Just wear the mask, man. Right. It's a piece of cloth you put over your face. You wear it for what? Ten minutes? And then you leave the store. You get out of your – you get in your car. You take it off. Or if you don't want to wear a mask, come through the goddamn drive-thru, please. Right. Like, and and the other the other thing like the plexiglass 
that they put up in front of the cash registers and stuff. Yeah, the, the plexiglass partitions. Like, I always feel like I'm, like, juking out the customer, trying to hand them their change, because I don't know which side of the plexiglass they're going to, like, turn over to to get them. It's like I'm doing, like, football drills, trying to get, hand this guy his, like, 15 cents. I'm like, man, come on, like... This side, oh my bad. <laughs> you know, you know what I really hate is you like stick it underneath and okay, like, oh. okay. You have that plexiglass. Okay, you have all these noises going on, the beeping, the the people giving direction. You know, the, the everything going on, right? And then you have this piece of plexiglass in front of you, right? Then you also have the mask on, right? If someone's gonna come in, you're like, yeah, can I get the medicine during it? And then, and, uh, dude, I I'm swear like, to sorry, God, can you say that again? It, uh, dude, I lean forward go like uh, like around the plexiglass and like literally stick my ear like in front of their mask i'm like can you say that one more time yeah i did not hear a word you said <laughs> because the last thing i want to do is be like you know do this and like they're like no or you get the people that stand like halfway across the room and try to order their food because yeah, they don't like, want to get right. near the, the yeah, cash it's register like, like it's six six feet yeah i understand feet, but there's not a piece 45. of glass in front of me yeah like can you please can you please not do that Please not. So yeah. there's you get you know the two different types of customers: the ones who are extremely paranoid, and the ones who just like think it's a hoax. And it's just like, can right. you, and it's like you know when I'm exercising my rights not to wear my mask in this establishment. <laughs> and the thing is, it's just like you know when you're when you're going when you're looking at it right. Fast food brings in such a large demographic of people and a large demographic of views. And a large demographic of just opinions or whatever, you're gonna run into the people who are like, you know, they're coming in with gas masks on, and then you yeah. have the people who don't wear a mask at all and think that it doesn't exist. They come out with half their clothing on, yeah, it, it, it's yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah, because that actually happens. <laughs> uh, maybe it doesn't. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'd say, you know, what we've experienced, right, and the one thing that you know. That was a big thing, right? And, you know, doing the temperature checks, is it was definitely one of those, like, annoying things. And it's, like, you know, you have, like, the uh, infrared, uh, like, temperature thing. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. And it's just, like, you know, when you're in fast food, it's, it's – it's, to me, I feel like it's very, very difficult to, to, to do that thing. But, like, checking people's temperatures, like, I know it's a necessity, but it can be really difficult. But I think the biggest thing – was losing employees to quarantine. Yeah. That, very difficult. I mean, well, when I was, see, before I had come to our place of work. Establishment. Yes. <laughs> Fast food establishment. <laughs> I was working at just a regular old restaurant. Yeah. Dishwashing. Yeah, okay. Um, and it wasn't a bad gig, but, I mean. you definitely more, poly you're a very polished yeah. manager. Yeah. Yeah, you're in it. Yeah. You're, yeah, you <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we're here. Oh, right. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, I had to go there. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I was, <laughs> so I was a dishwasher, <clears throat> and um, right as the thing started, they were like, "I'm sorry, but we have to let you go." I was like, "All right," because <laughs> I was already making diddly squid. You know, not making a whole lot. So I, I just, I was like, all right, that's fine. But that's when I started, you know, kind of losing myself, trying to figure out what what the hell I was going to do for a job. And then I was like, all right, 
I knew a guy who knew a guy who knew another guy who got me a job at a said place, restaurant, fast food, you know, hey, all that stuff. Yeah. So I, I got in there and then uh and and now I'm managing. So Yeah. But yeah, that was it was interesting because, you know, you don't expect you don't expect things like this to happen. Like you don't expect like to lose your whole crew and your whole your whole like establishment over a virus, you know? Mm. Like it's just it's a very crazy thing to have happen and it's it's kind of unsettling and you, and you know all the people that have built their businesses from the ground have just got them torn down by oh, this 100%. by this pandemic. And the thing is like I was saying is like you know we were fortunate enough to be in a position where we continued business as usual other than just people eating in the lobby. Right. And like like I said like we were blessed to yeah. be in that position. But Talking about losing employees to quarantine, uh, Gray, why don't you talk to them about your experience? Yeah, so that was uh, – <laughs> so I had come into contact with someone with uh, with the vid. <laughs> but uh, I – Yeah, <laughs> the vid. Yeah. So uh, I had to quarantine for a couple weeks, and it was, it was honestly challenging. It was pretty uh, – because, I mean, all you do is you just sit. You can't even go. Ple- like, you, I mean, it's worse than just the lockdown. Because even then, like, you could you could kind of, like, get out there. You could there do whatever. And kind of, yeah. like, talk to people. Whatever. You just wanted to be responsible. But if you know, like, you, you could potentially have this, you're locking yourself in one part of your house and not leaving until, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever, like, done a drive share food service so much in my life. Like, I door dashed like every every day that I was in quarantine. Yeah, I can feel that. But I mean, other than that, it was honestly kind of nice. You get time to yourself, just binge watch all the all the movies you want. Get DoorDash, you get food delivered to you. Yeah, spend in money a paper not make bag. Money. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that sounds awesome. But no, it was it was definitely it was challenging. It was really difficult. So you've been uh, so I mean, obviously I've not had to quarantine yet. Knock on wood. I had nice. to do that. Yeah, because that's the last thing. I mean, I'm doing this podcast with you right now. So, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, we're six feet apart. You know, as a disclaimer for all of you, we are six feet apart. Right. And there's a a thing in front of my face. So mm, Yeah, there's an air barrier. <laughs> yeah, air barrier. Put a plexiglass thing up. <laughs> uh, so, but like, talking about losing employees to quarantine – it is so difficult because it's like it's one after the other and they always they just see... drop like flies. It's, it's like o- once one gets it, you got like 13 <laughs> others. They're like, oh, I'm not feeling good. And it's just like, you know, it's not like they're just like, hey, you know, EJ, I can't come into work today. I don't feel good. It's like, hey, EJ, I came in contact with someone. My mom's sister's at Mailman contracted it from my friend's dog and now i got a quarantine for 14 days and it's just like then they're just not and you're just like oh my god when can they come back and it's the worst when they have when they come in contact with someone with their house because they can't return back until that person's considered recovered so now and then 14 days now it's a variable it's a whole month 
that you're not having them. And it's just like, oh my god, it's like, right when you think that you get your head out, like, you're drowning, you're and then all of a sudden you get all these people back, and you're like, oh, god, and then all of a sudden you get, like, three text messages from kids, and they got, like, came in contact with someone from school, and you're like, oh. They just dunk your head back in the water. Yeah, you might as well, I might as well just stay underwater, might as well just get a snorkel, because I ain't coming out of the water until this this thing is over. Right. Because it's just one thing after the other. I mean, I just, I already lost a couple more employees. It's just right. like, it's just like, oh my God, it's never going to stop. I mean, I've had employees like get it multiple times, not get the virus, never had but come the virus. in contact but, multiple but times. They had a quarantine multiple times. And it's just like, I don't know who I feel more sorry for, for myself or for them. Right. I mean, I feel like it's selfish feeling sorry for myself, but it's just You're like. You're just a selfish guy. So it's all right. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> Can we cut that part out? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on to another annoying thing is uh, <laughs> EJ's you. co-host, Gray. <laughs> Gray. Uh, closers. That was a good segue. Closers for deep cleaning. That, I'm telling you, is so annoying. Because, like, all of a sudden, like, I think the most – it's not the closing – it's not the deep cleaning. It's the fact that you're closing. Okay, you stay open till 11. You stay open till 12. You're closing at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. People are coming by and they're like, what's going on? Like, what's just, what's just? And then all right. of a sudden now all you're thinking of is, oh, God. Like, and this isn't even much of an issue for just like your crew members. This is more like the managers the, or the, the GMs. Well, think about you're a consumer, right? Even though you're not paranoid, you're going to this fast food restaurant, whether it's Wendy's, whether it's Burger King, and then all of a sudden it closes down because someone contracted the virus and they were there while right. they had it. And now you need to close down and clean up. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, man, should I really go there? It becomes like a food safety issue. Right. Like – is it safe for me to go to this restaurant and actually, you know, eat here? So that is just like, you know, like I said, the closing procedure, the, the, the clean procedures is not annoying. The closing part's not annoying. It's the fact that it gives you a bad rap, like that it just makes it so, you know. Just taxing. Yeah. So, I mean,. So, we're talking about how, like, it first negatively affected sales. I think after, you know, I would say, so you start you started working when? Uh, I think Middle was, of summer? Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't, I probably, it was the end of, I think it was the end of May because I know I okay, just, yeah. I was going to go to senior week that week. Yeah, so so basically, you know, the whole the whole thing, right? When we're talking about you know how it negatively affects sales, eventually it just became and it actually positively affected sales, and that's solely because, like, you know, when you're talking about the normalcy of things of life, right? What's still normal other than masks? The grocery store. I mean, I mean, maybe you could if you could still walk into your bank or whatever, like just places you can like walk in because like a restaurant's still not normal. Right. I mean, I mean, now you can like eat in and stuff like that. But at the height of the pandemic, when, you know, people just got sick of staying home, like this, when the stay at home order, like, you know, dr drug on to like, you know, at the end of April, I think that's when people started getting sick. Yeah. And that's when we started seeing a spike in our sales because right. people were like, uh-uh, I ain't doing this anymore. And the thing is, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? 
where you're going to go to get your food. You can get takeout. But the thing is, personally, in my opinion, the only takeout that's good from a restaurant, and I'm talking about a restaurant, like a, a, a full-service restaurant, is pizza. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go You're gonna go to get, you know, Bertucci's and get fettuccine Alfredo. Applebee's. Applebee's and get, like, uh, like I mean, the thing is, it's just going to get to you. It's going to get soggy. Like, right. unless you're eating it in your car, which I don't, like suggest you yeah. eating a full-fledged a gourmet meal, meal in your vehicle. in your car like that's like you're gonna be getting like mcchickens and tacos and and <laughs> junior bacon cheeseburgers yeah. and eating that in your car there's no like if I'm you're tell- eating anything in your car it's just a quick pick me up yeah it's it's literally fast food and i think you're that's when it five like, courses in your car boom all of a sudden pff, sales just skyrocket because it's yeah. there's nothing else and people wanted normalcy people wanted to be like okay what do i do what do i do well i can't go to this you know joe's pizzeria and get my like you know whatever they get (laughs) (laughs) or go to like you know obviously applebee's or whatever and get like something that's just because like again if i'm going to a full service restaurant i'm going there to get the full service and sit down on their tables and have someone wait on me right i don't want to go there pick up the food and leave if i'm going to do that i'm going to be doing that from a fast food restaurant. Yeah, and I mean, like, what, when you get down to it, it's like the door dashing and all the grub hubs and Postmates and Uber Eats, all of those, like, like, like I had mentioned before, when I was in my quarantine, I probably contributed to the top, like, the highest demographic of Uber Eats and DoorDash <laughs> during the quarantines. But everybody's using, I mean, that has to be something that everybody is utilizing at this mm-hmm. time. And I mean, props to all the DoorDash drivers and and Uber Eats, all of those, because like, I mean, that can be that can be rough. I mean, I've done it before, and it's really only meant for like a side hustle. And by I mean, I've done it. Like, I used to be a driver when I like go and deliver things to people. Mm-hmm. So like, I I mean, I it's it can be annoying, like getting a ton of orders in at once. Like, it's it's not something. It's not meant to be a career. So. That that is a difficult thing in its own. I think that it was a, you know, people utilized it very well, and uh, it became pretty big just because of the pandemic itself, and because it brought the food right to the customers, and they didn't right. have to leave the house. But you know, speaking of customers, right? And I I know you didn't work at the beginning of this, so you probably never really experienced this. But dude, when customers came through, no matter if you screwed up their order and it was like a, you know. $50 mistake. I mean, I don't know if you, how do you make a $15 mistake in fast food, but like, you know what I'm going with this. Like, you could have screwed up royally to the point where they should just come in and just like sue the restaurant. Out. Oh, <laughs> it, I don't know if it would go that far, <laughs> but like, they should just ream you out, be like, I don't know, blah, 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 and scream at you, swearing, whatever. They'll come and be like, oh my God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you guys are such, because it's so amazing and on and on and on and on. And you're like, Wow, like, you know, I just forgot this guy's sauce and like he just like was just came back and was just like, No, okay, you guys are great, you guys are working you're working me like an angel. It, oh dude, I swear to god, like I felt like they would if they <laughs> if they would could come in at that time before the drive throughs were I mean, was just drive through, I thought they would come in and just kiss my toes because they were just really like like right. Oh my god, we come here every day because we want to support you guys. You guys are great. Right. right. But as the pandemic went on, right? The customers actually became worse than what they were pre-pandemic. And I know you didn't really ever work in fast food pre-pandemic, 
But I'm telling you, they would come in and, like, let's say you forgot their sauce and they would come up with some BS story about how they, like, walked 20 miles for barefoot in barefoot the rain. In, in the rain. And then they, like, you forgot my on sauce. Glass. And look at my feet. They're bleeding because I was on <laughs> glass. And you're, like, whoa. It's, like, where's my barbecue sauce? And you're, like, here's your barbecue sauce. It's like, you guys really need to get your together and you're like you're dead to me and i'm like man i'm sorry i'm like i like that better when everyone was praising me like i was a god <laughs> like what happened like damn yeah I'm like why <laughs> but that leads us to our very last topic right and we really wanted to take the time to rank the most socially distant fast food restaurant and who's gonna wow. win what no, it's just great. It's a great topic. Yeah, it is a great topic. That's why I had to uh, come I in mean, with... we're coming up with the rankings on the fly. But... On the fly, right. So which one do you want to start with? Uh, I start... think we should start... Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy's is by okay, far so the... the worst. The... By far the worst. Um, We're going to do uh, one out of ten. Mm-hmm. One being the worst and ten being the best. Godly. Yes. So, Wendy's. I swear to God, like, I've gone through wendy's mid-pandemic like prime time and like i saw like a couple employees just not wearing a mask like they don't have the partition on the window it's just right. like they just like like it's not like it's just not existent it's just like yeah you know like you they could, forgot to put it up it's you could choose not not to believe it or, to, or choose to believe it it's just like yeah nonchalant just like you know i door dashed and like you know i get like a like a drink and like in the bag and it's just like it's not sealed <laughs> in any way and i'm like Whoa. I'm like that means my driver could just <laughs> had a couple of my fries. Really? Like, yeah. This? Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I, I'm thinking a four or three. Yeah, I would say a, probably a four. Yeah. And um, just to remind you, it's a one to ten scale. One being Nancy Pelosi walking into a salon during a pandemic, being a hypocrite, and ten being Anthony Fauci safe. Anthony Fauci safe. So yes. that moves us to I think the next one would be McDonald's. I would I'd give them a like a five. They are yeah five. It's like it's like right in the middle. Cause like they 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 got the partition. It's kind of just like a lazy like. It's uh, the gloves sometimes sometimes yeah. gloves sometimes no gloves, and it's just like you know you hand in the bag. I mean you know basically the contact between customers and everything, and it's like you know it's supposed to be contactless, but there's moments where it's really not. From my experience, from seeing like yeah, it's really not. You know, I mean, it's to an extent, it's like, it's 50%, right? Yeah. It's like, it's safe. I would, um, it's safe. I would maybe go a little lower, but I would still say, yeah, it's, it's safe. probably like, it's safe. It's, it's acceptable. Yeah. I would say it's a passing grade. If, if you like. Well, if it was a passing grade, it would be above a 50%, but. But this is. On the scale. Yeah, but are we, <laughs> is that how, it, okay, I guess so. So but they, I, w- I would still say it's like a 5 out of 10. What if I said that they can pass with a 50%? Okay. It's fine. Because I think below <laughs> that is just... Well, what, what, I, okay, next one. Burger King? Unpopular opinion, probably. I'm going to say Chick-fil-A. You know what? Is at a 5. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like they, like, okay. Better or worse? I, no, I would probably say a 5. 
and like and, but like I impressively like how they do the drive through but it's just like you know it's like 20 it's degrees very, it's like 20 degrees a days ago once outside. they get to the safety you know well i mean they're they're outside and it's like you know instead of me just giving my order to a speaker i got someone right there with an ipad like taking my order breathing and, down my neck it's like <laughs> and we are not socially distant yeah. and they were probably not socially distant to the person before them the uh, yeah exactly them. that's so, what i mean and that, i mean and, and like fifteen thousand people are going through that drive through day i mean that's over exaggeration but i mean i've seen those drive throughs dude like they're insane right i mean it's nice that they hand me my food in a bucket but i mean they touch that food and put it in the bucket so i i that's another thing i don't understand the, the bucket, bucket the bucket maneuver so if we want to give them a six because they do a bucket because i'm pretty sure mcdonald's doesn't do a bucket mcdonald's mcdonald's doesn't do a bucket so let's give them a I don't six think, yeah we're gonna so, do that because i don't want to give mcdonald's below a f- like Below five because I don't think that they're that low, but I don't think Chick Fil A is that high. No, I don't. I I would give them a five point five. Chick Fil A is okay. 5. Right, 5. We're gonna meet in the middle. Do five point five. Yeah. Okay. So moving on to Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. From my experience, I had been to a Burger King. I have not been to a Burger King in a really long time. Um, they really weren't that bad. Surprisingly. I just have this stigma towards Burger King for whatever reason, but I just don't think Burger King really is... When I think Burger King, I don't think high quality. I think degenerate. Yeah, kind of. But when it comes to safety, like, they were actually really not that bad. Like, I pull up to the drive through first window, they got their glove, partition wall. They actually had me put my car... or. They they hand the thing out the window to put your card reader in, or, uh, okay. they, or they put your money in a bucket. So what are you what are you thinking? Because I mean, this is all you. I'm I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, I I'm would just, definitely you're give throw them, a number out there. I'm just gonna say yeah. I would definitely give them like a six point five. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 I would say like a six solid six point five. They they did the job. They were yeah. pretty average, but well above average. Like 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 in the acceptable, middle. right? Acceptable. Close, close to over, Dr. Fauci. I would say over acceptable. Dr. Fauci wearing the mace. The mace. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's go on to who is next? I have one what? that we probably should have listed before. Um, but I was at a Popeyes. How are they? They were bad. I would say, like, they were, they they were probably worse than Wendy's. Like, <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Like they basically throw the food, they spit in your bag and then chuck it into your window. Like it's like, uh. you, you know, uh, when we're talking about bad, I think it also like I think it varies from restaurant to restaurant because like I do go to Dunkin' Donuts sometimes to get coffee, and like you know one Dunkin' Donuts like you know guys got the mask like under his chin, yeah, and then you got the other one that like they're wearing gloves and they got the mask over the face, so it's like and they have a headdress on like. Yeah. Covering their entire body. Yeah, it's just like, you know. So, I mean, maybe that Popeyes, or maybe it's all Popeyes, but, I mean, you're going to rank, what, a three? I'd probably even give them, like, a 2.5. Like, it was bad. Okay. It was really awful. So then, who's next? I'm trying to think. Does KFC still exist? Yeah. But okay. Not really. I, have, I mean, haven't really been KFC. Me neither. Taco the- Bell, though. Taco Bell. <laughs> it's almost quite impressive. <laughs> like, it really is. Like... Like, I kind of expect them to be wearing hazmat suits when I walk in. <laughs> Checking your temperature before you order. Right. The like, they through. hand my food out in a biohazard bag. Well, I've seen that before. They help you. They, like, they seal it off. They do one of those, like, mm-hmm. those, like, compressed sealers. And it's just, like, <laughs> you have to, like, find a pair of scissors before you can start eating. <laughs> Spray it down with Lysol. Shh. Yeah, before they give it to right. you. Yeah, they make you take a COVID test, and it's rapid on the spot before you can before they hand the food out to you. 
<laughs> I mean, the amount, I mean, I would say, like, it's almost like Dr. Fauci told them to, to, to how, Fauci. Dr. Fauci told them how to do everything. And you know what's the best part, too? They have a car wash. They just installed this right outside, so they de-sterilize your, <laughs> your, your vehicle as you exit. <laughs> so no traces of Taco Bell were ever seen on your vehicle. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is quite impressive. It's almost like, it's not like it's annoying. It's just like, wow. Like yeah. the gloves, the mask. I mean, hey, the... I'll, I'll I appreciate it, but oh, it, yeah. I mean, it's a little overboard, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, it can never be too safe, but right. it's, it's impressive no, because yeah. because it's consistent, right? Right, right. It's not just like you know, you go to one McDonald's, go to another McDonald's, and they're completely different. You go to one Dunkin' Donuts, go to another Dunkin' Donuts, and like one's like like performing at a seven, and the other one's performing at a three, which makes your average come out to a five, mm-hmm. but. You know, you got this Taco Bell, that Taco Bell, this Taco Bell. They're contactless, like right. handing you the drink, like through, like with a six feet pole, yeah, with like. telekinesis. <laughs> I saw it <laughs> using the force. Like, I saw Professor X like handing my cash out to me. <laughs> <laughs> they put the cash in the bag and hand it to you. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Great. I mean, so let's ranking. Uh, ten Doc- out of ten. I'd Dr. almost give Fauci. them eleven. It's like Dr. Fauci feel, level. Yeah, I honestly feel like Dr. Fauci is the general manager of all talk about <laughs> Probably. He's the one who's given the direction to make sure that they're wearing masks. Business. And they're wearing and they're social distancing and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so it's very yeah. important. No, yeah, it's nice. Well, I mean, that's pretty much everything with this uh, COVID episode. I mean, it, there is a lot, definitely a lot of content. And I feel like maybe we didn't cover everything. But, you know, there's a lot to cover. Yeah. I mean, it's a current event. I mean, we're still living it. I mean, I'm right. six feet from gray right now. Get away from me. <laughs> Swine. <laughs> I'm putting up a, a plexiglass barrier next time you come back. I mean, I'm really loud, so it's like you don't know how far my spit's spitting. Well, I may have to put a, a plexiglass barrier in front of you and your microphone. If, if I say the case. word plexiglass, I might spit in I can't face. say that. I don't have my windscreen up. So. Plexiglass. It doesn't sound like that. Oh, it doesn't? I can't hear myself. Well, I, I guess that just wraps it up for today. We thank you guys for listening, and we hope that you all will be tuning in next time for our next episode. Our customers really always right. This is the Fast Food Fix.